What's up, School of Sales podcast? Hey, we announced the speakers for the Sales Girl Summit happening June 12th through the 14th in Alpharetta, Georgia. I want to make sure you get your tickets and do not miss this because, ooh, these speakers are going to bring it down, baby. So let me tell you a little bit about them really quick. We have Miss Megan Hansen. Megan Hansen is the founder of the Metabolism Makeover. Now, why does this matter? Well, first of all, who wakes up thinking that they want to make over their metabolism? Most people aren't thinking that. But Megan has made the metabolism makeover something that people desire to do and has made the metabolism something that people want to work on. A lot of us are selling the things that aren't really sexy, so to speak. We're selling, you got to do the things that people don't necessarily want to do, like wake up early, look at your finances, read, study, get rejected, get told no. Like Megan has mastered the ability to make the unsexy thing become sexy, become cool and desirable. And what's even more amazing about Megan is she teaches metabolism typically. So um, we don't typically hear a lot of her business brain, but she is one of the most impressive business brains I've ever heard. We have Miss Charla Barrett. She is the charisma queen and she's going to talk all about charisma. Now she's personally coached myself and Kat in charisma. Now I want to tell you why charisma is so important and what I've learned from Charla. Charisma is the perfect mixture of warmth and competence. If you're too warm, you can come across really not competent. You can come across maybe even a little bit ditzy. I I hate to say that word, but just a little like too soft, right? Overly competent, you come off too cold and hard to connect with. So having that perfect combination of warmth and competence, that's what makes you irresistible. Think about the word irresistible. It's too powerful to resist. Imagine walking in a room and someone experiencing you and thinking, I simply can't get enough of her, honestly, and I would pay to be in her presence. That's the power of charisma, and Charlie's going to teach us all about that. We have Miss Ashley Brock, who is the marketing queen. She is going to teach us how to really fill a room with the marketing skills combined with sales skills. So if you can fill a room, whether it's a virtual room or if it's an in-person room or a workshop, it is inevitable for you to be successful. Because sometimes it's just a numbers game to be able to get your message in front of more people, to get that exposure. Um, And Ashley has been proven to be able to do that over and over and over again. She filled an in-person conference with like 150 people in the room in like 40 days, which is insane. And then I think she had over 200 people online for that conference. So she was able to fill a room with over 500 people in a very short amount of time. And she's going to teach you all about what that looks like. We have Miss Katie Barbary. Um, Katie is really amazing because she's a service entrepreneur. She teaches Pilates. And this girl has scaled her Pilates studio from one single reformer in a closet to who knows how many reformers and like eight Pilates teachers. But here's what's even more amazing. The freedom that that Katie has is not only having people come and teach at her studio, but she has developed these teachers to do an even better job than her. If you have a team and you have people coaching for you or working under you, you can possibly worry that they don't represent you the way you desire them to represent you, right? Well, Katie has mastered this art of leading people and developing people into a representation of her that she's proud of. And that's where the freedom really comes. Lastly, we have Mr. Myron Golden. I don't have many words for him because it's Myron Golden. Just look him up on YouTube and you'll know what I mean. He is our coach. He is our mentor. When I found Myron, he changed my life just by hearing him talk about business on principles based on the Bible. But what really made me quantum leap 
was experiencing him in person because I ended up getting like a taste of his essence and I got to absorb his essence. And that essence comes from his experience. It comes from his root system, from his wisdom, from him going from the trash man to the cash man. Like that experience alone is what has made me quantum leap, truthfully. And I can't believe that he's going to be on our stage. What? At Sales Girl Summit. And I'm just honored to share him with you in this capacity. Now, what I just shared with you is just a tiny tip of the iceberg of what's going to go down at the Sales Girl Summit. So take a look at the link in the show notes. Got a little bit more detail on the content. I don't really want to give it all away. I want there to be some surprises. So there's a little more detail. And there's also a PDF. If you want your employer to try to pay for this conference, there's a PDF on that page that you're going to be able to download and send to them to hopefully get them to pay for your trip to Sales Girl Summit, baby. I can't wait to see you June 12th through the 14th in Alpharetta, Georgia. Click the link in the show notes to get your ticket and I'll see you at the top, baby. Let's go. Hello, Guide Culture School of Sales fam. Macy McNeely here all by myself to record you an episode that I'm really excited about specifically for a few reasons. And we'll get to that in just a second. We are going to be talking about elections. Yes, my friend, this is the first week of November if you are listening to this live. And we have a big election coming up. Our midterm election is coming up, electing our House of Representatives and our senators. And uh, I want to talk about it, believe it or not. I'm just feeling really refreshed and excited this morning recording this for you. My husband and I, we just went on a little quick three-day getaway just to recharge. I feel like I caught up on sleep and when you're rested, you can be more creative. So I'm just fired up about what we have coming up and honestly, the rest of the quarter, but life is just so good. I'm so thankful. Kat is actually out of town. She flies out today to go speak for a company. She's been contracted to speak for uh, two years events, one in uh, October and then one in February. And I'm just so proud of her. We have done so many reps. There's been lots of FaceTiming, lots of voice memos, lots of stage time for her, lots of just practice and watching her put this hard work into what she's about to do. I think it's tomorrow that she does it. It's a big deal. I mean, she is workshopping with a group of people basically all day long. Uh, which sounds like a lot, but what's crazy is we can teach school of sales and just go all day, every day so easily. So it's just doing it effectively, doing it well, getting the right engagement, getting the right workshops, getting the right coaching in, and she's going to nail it. Like there's not a doubt in my mind that she's going to nail it. And so it just feels good to send her off knowing that she's ready. I'm so proud of her. Okay, let's talk about elections. Wow. We don't get political here at Guide Culture in any capacity. What we do love to do is use commonly known things as examples to prove a point. That is basically an analogy or a metaphor or an example or a demonstration. And these are amazing sales tools to help kind of show something versus telling something. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today when it comes to an election. And it's something that we have all experienced and we all kind of know what it's like. We know the feeling of it. We know what it's like watching people debate and watching people really sell themselves ultimately to get you to vote for them. And if you think about sales, okay, 
sales is not just asking for the money. It's not just asking for the vote. Okay. It's also really changing people's perspective. Ultimately, in my opinion, that's a huge piece of sales. If you are running for a position and you want someone to vote for you, you want to make sure that they think like you and are on your side of the table in terms of, you know, big issues. And you might be approaching a podium or approaching a speech and knowing, hey, it's 50-50. 50% of these people are on my side and 50% are not. It's my goal to take that 50% who are not, as many as I possibly can, and just hopefully slowly shift their perspective. Is it going to happen in one moment? Maybe, but probably not. Really, every time you are speaking, every time you show your face, every time you are interviewed, you are placing a seed in someone's mind, a seed in someone's heart to change their perspective. And a huge part of this is like your content as well. In order for someone to follow you and to agree with you and to be on your side of the table, every time you show your face, it's an opportunity to put a seed in someone's heart, a seed in someone's mind to maybe change their perspective. And it could be over like anything, depending on what you sell. It could be, you know, that you believe that appearance is very important because you sell makeup or you believe that, you know, uh, clean living is absolutely critical and you sell non-toxic beauty products, whatever that looks like. Uh, but, you know, you have a handful of people that watch you that aren't so sure. They're on the fence. They're like, eh, I love my Windex. Like I could take it or leave it. I like you. I follow you because I like you, but I'm just kind of like, I hear what you're saying, but I still am going to use my, you know, Clorox bleach in my toilet when I clean, even though it's toxic. And I know that you believe in non-toxic. And so every time you show up, you are selling a perspective. And this is why we really believe that every content that you do is sales content. A lot of times people think sales content is just a call to action. It's a call to action and it's a buy here, click the link in my bio to buy. Here's what the program is, listing, you know, all the facts and features. And that's really not sales content at all. Sales content is is really changing the way someone sees things. I uh, love webinars because really a whole webinar, the whole point is to help someone see a new perspective. And some people might see that as not being valuable as like, oh, that's just a sales pitch. And maybe it is. But I really believe that changing someone's mind is valuable. Helping them see something differently, changing their perspective, it is valuable. And knowing that you can really approach content, uh, knowing that when you help someone see something differently, that is valuable. Okay, let's go to an election. Let's just think about this for a second. A campaign for an election, it starts long before election day, long before you line up at the polls and cast your vote. It starts years, sometimes decades, sometimes a lifetime. People spend and dedicate their entire life making their whole life a campaign. They make every decision starting in you know high school that they ultimately want to run for the president of the United States one day, right? They really see their whole life as a campaign. 
candidates are doing speeches. They are uh, going on like the road. They are doing interviews. They are on their social. They are speaking in a way that is designed to sell themselves and to get people to think in a certain way to vote for them on election day. That's the goal, right? Now, if you think about election day, when you go and vote, you are not deciding who you're going to vote for. You're not driving to the polls thinking, okay, who are the candidates again? Who am I going to vote for? Oh, I can't decide. Let me listen to a few more things real quick. You already know. In fact, you might have made your decision you know, months ago when you heard one of their speeches and election day is is simply the day that you cast the vote. It is simply the day that you show your decision. You've already made the decision a long time ago, but you show and take action on the decision on election day. So I want to compare this to online business. I'm afraid that a lot of people see kind of launch day or maybe uh, you call it open cart day or maybe it's open cart week. The day that you're like, hey, I'm open for enrollment and maybe you're closing enrollment on a certain day. And so you have this window of time to get people enrolled in your program or maybe a sale is about to happen. Okay. And you're like, oh my goodness, the sale is about to end. I've got to get as many people as I possibly can to purchase this on the sale day. Right. And they put so many eggs in their basket of this week or this day or this deadline for people to buy. But you see, I would compare that open cart week or that deadline day, that launch day, I would compare that to election day. So election day for online entrepreneurs is launch day. It's the day you just ask people to make the decision to show their decision, to demonstrate their decision. Now, contrary to what most people believe, launch day is not the day that the sale happens. The sale actually happens during your campaign. The in-betweens of the sales or the in-betweens of the open carts. I know we open cart like four times a year and we know that that four times a year, that's just collecting the sales. That's not making the sales. We make the sales through the campaigning, through conversations over time, through content, uh, through selling beliefs, through changing perspectives. A lot of that happens on this podcast. And it's just like an election. Election day is simply collection day. The work has already been done. In fact, the candidates who are running for something, They On election day, they are probably sitting in a room just waiting for the results to come in. The work has already been done. The hay is in the barn. There's nothing else for them to do. They just sit and they wait. And honestly, that's a little bit about what it should look like for you. Like, of course, you're in conversations, you're posting different type of content, you're handling objections, you have much more stronger call to actions, you are laying out the details of the program, maybe a little bit more on launch day. But ultimately, like the work has kind of already been done. If you feel like you're having a launch that's not going well, 
it's not the launch. It's not the webinar. It's not the emails. It's, hey, what did you do on the campaign? How was your sales messaging on the campaign? Were you just teaching? Were you just, you know, giving how-to content? Were you just giving tutorials? Or were you changing the way people think through sales content? Your content can be and is sales content while it's adding value. And that is what your campaign is. It's adding value while you are giving sales content. We see so often entrepreneurs are putting all their eggs into one basket and so much weight goes into it, whether it's that launch or the big discount. And listen, I personally know what it's like to do a launch and to have zero sales because I use someone else's strategy. I obsessed over the launch itself and not the campaign. And then we said, you know, screw it. We're going to go back to what we know, which is doing our sales messaging and changing people's perspectives. We And we've told that story. It's the story of April 2020 when we did a big web, webinar. And it's like, it's it's so crazy because you almost go radio silent when you work on a webinar or you work on a launch. You just go in a dark room and write, write, write. When in reality, that's when you need to go be in front of people. Think about like someone who is campaigning. Like truly, they are out in front of people as much as possible up until election day. And that's what I would encourage you to do is like, how do I get my face in front of as many people as possible uh, before the deadline, before launch day? So as we come up on this election day, I would just encourage you to kind of put your business glasses on and just think about like a candidate's journey and think about like, okay, when did they really start seeing themselves as a candidate? When did they really start trying to change people's perspective? Has my perspective changed because of them? What has their sales message been? Have they been defensive? Have they been confident? Have they had kind of like that concerned look, that concern, I call it concerned eyebrows on their face? Or do they do they speak from truth or do they speak from fear? Like, I want you just to really take it in with business perspective, uh, not just, you know, election perspective. I'm sure if you are an entrepreneur, you take in almost everything as a, as a business perspective, but I just really want you to kind of turn up that dial this week as you notice what kind of plays out in terms of the candidates and did their sales message work? We will see when the results come in. I would love to know if this was helpful for you. If it is, please message me on Instagram at the guide culture. Uh, just message me election. And so I can know that you came from that episode and then we can talk about what was helpful for you. Or if you had any specific questions about the episode, please let me know. I love being in conversation, being able to talk to you um, and make sure that you feel good about your business and I can help in any way that I can. All right, fam. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and we will talk very soon. Bye-bye.